Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Opie. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. And I'm Tinzian, and I'm awake today. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're not quite sure where Dan is. Hopefully he'll join us later. And we have our special guest, Dave, who played Eldrock at the very beginning of our uh, episodes. And he's back for a just little guest appearance. Yeah. Yes. For, for a second. For a second. <laughs> today One, is... Five. What? 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 <laughs> See what I did? Yeah. Four seconds to derail. <laughs> It's all... Can't bring Dave back on. He ruins everything. Oh, God, Dave. <laughs> God, David. Roadhog of Atari. All right. Today is Friday, uh, December 2nd, and this is episode 31 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. <laughs> Um, last week, I'm trying to remember what happened to us, because I think we pretty much just spent most of the episode piling stones away from the door, so that, um, Opie could decide what the best way to open the, the entrance by taking the keystone out or not. Dungeon Master, you're gonna have to help me out with that. Here we go. Alright, uh, in terms of the last two episodes, I'd first like to apologize to everyone that <laughs> listened. I was actually falling asleep multiple of times during the episode. <laughs> Um, I had been up 36 hours that day, and it was it was pretty brutal. So uh, to pick up where we left off, the party had encountered a doorway, and there was a potential for a cave-in if the wrong rocks were moved. But uh, the party wanted to get through the cavern and get through the doorway. During this point in time, there's also an attack by an ochre slime, which the party handily defeated. And I believe when we left off, the doorway had just been cleared. It's not clear still as to why the doorway was blocked, but uh, maybe we can now answer those questions. With the absence of Darrow's tonight... Uh, there still should be plenty of ways for if the party encounters difficulties or obstacles to get through them. Well, we have uh, Thorn with us, and he never ever gets to open uh, things or, or check for traps, <laughs> and now this is a perfect opportunity mm -hmm. for him to... Daros, we don't need no stinking Daros. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Sec uh, secretly, I've got no idea what's going on, so let's just open the door, shall we? Okay. Uh, is, it the, is it the consensus of the party to open the doorway beyond? It's a 10-foot-wide doorway. It's check for traps. <laughs> Alright, well, right. in there. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's do that first. Let's make sure that there are no traps. Skyrim has taught me well to look at every single door <laughs> check. <laughs> check Thorn trap. stops to pick up goblets and lesser uh, soul gems and coins. I, I, walk across to the, I walk across to the wardrobe and I empty all the clothes out. I empty out all the pans and plates <laughs> and goblets and put them in my bag. Um, and and I see and I see that even though Daros is not here, the Skyrim contingent <laughs> will be well represented. <laughs> All right, so I guess I guess I'm rolling a thievery check. Yep. Um, plus five, seventeen for okay. checking traps. You uh, find no traps upon the doorway. 
Okay. Doesn't mean there aren't any. <laughs> um, is the door locked? Uh, yes, the door is indeed locked. Okay, I'm going to roll theory for lockpicking. Okay. How many lockpicks do I have, and will <laughs> they break if I use them? <laughs> Hit F9. Oops, wait. All, all I know is that I can tell whenever Xanatari is playing Skyrim because she swears whenever the lockpick breaks, and she's been swearing a lot. <laughs> Good thing I've got the perk that makes my lockpicks never break, because I got a four! Well, it makes oh. it a nine with my, with my special buff of thievery. Surprisingly enough, you do actually hear a click. Uh, if you are observant of the lock, you find that actually a good deal of it was rusted through, so whatever uh, you were doing apparently was enough just to get that last little bit out of the way. So the door does appear to be unlocked and appears to be untrapped at this point in time. Okay, um, finally I'm going to go into stealth and then open the door, so I'm going to roll a check for stealth. If I don't drop my dice... What's that first? That's a natural 20 on the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> gotta love those metal dice. Yeah, gotta love them. So I go into stealth, I guess, critic critically just go and disappear, and then I open the door. Even the ninjas can't find you. All right. Uh, you open the doorway into a lack of scene because it is completely and utterly pitch black inside. Mm. Uh, as the doorway is open, Bert, which is the stone that is floating around Xanatari's head, does not seem to react as if uh, there is a threat of shadows around within this darkness. But it is extremely pitch black in there. So um, do you want me to go first? Because... Thorn, Thorn, do you have night vision? I don't. Well, it doesn't say anywhere on my page, so I'm assuming okay. no. Alright. Um, does anyone in the party have night vision? No. Darrow's did. Okay. The other rogue had night vision. Torches. Alright, then pretty much the Door opens up, you see the darkness, and a spear does not come out and stab you in the neck. Like, uh, Daros' past door opening, so... Uh, what would the party like to do? What about Cesar? Can he throw, like, a glow stick like he did before? Yeah, I've got a, a few of them. That would be good. Mm -hmm. I'll crack okay. one of those and chuck it down the hall. Okay. Uh... Squeezing past, Cesar manages to chuck a couple glow sticks in, and it appears that the space beyond the doorway is a very large room, and the one of the glow sticks comes to rest in a way that it highlights a 20 by 20 or so pedestal with what appears to be two large... Uh, legs attached to the pedestal. The far wall of to the east and south of the room are not visible, 
It appears that you are at perhaps the southwest corner of the room, because ten feet to your right as you enter is a wall. Uh, appears to be part of the uh, wall to the room. Okay, so if I've heard the DM correctly, um, it sounds like... So if I get it right, there's a 20 by 20 pedestal in the middle of the room. Yep. And there are a pair of legs in the middle of this pedestal. Kind of like as if we were looking at a statue, I guess. Yes. Um, and it sort of descends into darkness above, so we can't actually see what the statue's of. Uh, it's an extremely large statue of something, but pretty much what you can see without actually entering the room and going a little further in, uh, I'm just giving you what you're pretty much seeing from the doorway. Okay. okay. <clears throat> I think, uh, given that I'm stealth, maybe I should go first and see what I can see. It's a good idea. Okay. All right. So I'm going to stealth into the room, and do you want to roll perception, or what do you um, want to do? I think right now, just let me know how far into the room you're going, and if you're just going to basically head for the pedestal or not. Okay, so I think I'll move, I'll move about five feet into the room from the doorway towards the pedestal. Okay. The pedestal, uh, going from your vantage point, the light illuminates what appears to be a breastplate and armored legs of, uh, indeed, some sort of statue. Whew. You do not see the arms or head of the statue with the current level of light. The pedestal comes to about five feet off the ground. And there's a small bit of walk space around the bottom of the... Uh, on the pedestal, up against sort of the statue's legs. Okay. Um, what you can somewhat derive is it feels like the statue is memorial to something. Hmm... Um, okay, well, I guess I look around for maybe, uh, like a, a plate or a, um, when I say a plate, like a, a little like sort a of inscription. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a plaque. Okay. And see whether we can find anything about the statue. Okay. The statue appears to have had a engraving at one point in time, but the plate has been bashed off. So there's sort of like a, a chunk in the rock where it would logically be. Uh, however, you do sort of seem to think that the armor on the legs and the breastplate seems to match that uh, skeleton from the last uh, episode. The Sir one Keegan? That, yes. Okay. Just, just as an aside... I've got no idea who Sir Keegan is. I so, I look, I look, I look back at uh, at Zenatari and I wink. <laughs> Zenatari laughs. Silly, silly rogue. Just wait yeah. till next week, Thorn. Yeah, you'll Sir find Keegan. out. Sir Keegan. Yeah, uh, retro- retroactively give you the knowledge. Some the, okay. 
the the party when you were last on uh, uh, Thorn had gotten to the bottom of the stairs and you were hearing all that sort of activity like uh, there were squads in drill. Yep. Uh, turns out there was the uh, disgraced former commander of the keep inside that room uh, along with a, uh, a bodyguard and He's sort of cursed to be there, but he directed the party further onwards in the hope that uh, um, with his uh, weapon that he would be able to... Um, be redeemed. Be redeemed. He gave Bosk a wicked sword. Yes. And it whispered to him? It talks to him. Yep, it does. It said, Eris! <laughs> yes, it <laughs> It did indeed. Um, so pretty much that, that that's what you're seeing in terms of your current light level and positions of the glow sticks. Okay. Hmm. Well, I guess like nothing's attacked me yet. And um, if you want to roll an insight or a perception check, feel free to go ahead if you'd like to. Okay, so just just making sure that there aren't any more threats before I call the rest of them into the room. Perception. That would be an 18 plus uh, 12, which would make it a 30. Find the light okay. switch. <laughs> you hear Roll the sound... Roll spot check. You hear the sound of uh, water dripping to the south. Uh-oh. And you have the vague feeling that something is indirectly watching you. Mm-hmm. Or some things. We're on the north side of the room? Uh, you're in the northwest. Okay. Um, well, if that's the case, I mean, uh, we've got, I, I get the, f- the feeling that we're being watched, oh. but, I mean, there's no threat. And, and one other thing, the, uh, the dust around the statue seems uh, slightly disturbed. Not like as an agitated as in something. Oh, so I did. I don't need to get mental help. No, no, no. <sighs> Been waiting to use that trick all week. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess if that's the case, um, I make drastic arm waving movements to attract attention and say that it's okay to come in without saying any words because I don't know what's going on. Okay. Can we see your stealthed self? I mean, <laughs> the waving arms, is that helpful to us? I guess, now that you mentioned that, that's not going <laughs> to help at all. Asking. He unstealthed okay, so his arms. <laughs> <laughs> Disembodied arms appear next to the statue and wave. The Navy SEAL signals. <laughs> no! Um... Good point. I feel like an idiot after doing this. And uh, <laughs> suddenly, the, suddenly the glow sticks are picked up, and the motions used to mark a 747 at the gate are suddenly ushered, bringing both technology and flight into the Forgotten Realms. Hooray! 50 experience points to Thorn for inventing flight. Yay! <laughs> for some reason, the glow sticks are picked up, and Moby comes out of out of the speakers <laughs> of the wall. All right, so right now, fifty experience points for inventing flight. 
Um. <laughs> well, Zenatari got like 50 experience points for risking her life and putting the party in a stupid position, so why shouldn't Thorn get 50 points for inventing a fictitious thing? And, and Cesar sits in the back going, Damn you all! That's my job! And now he's feeling put out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You can be co-inventor. You can name it. Not something stupid. Like Aeroplane. <laughs> it's a horrible name. Okay, right. Opie is uh, going to sit there and watch for a little while. Sanitari, <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, Zenitar would like to position herself slightly behind Bosk, but move into the room uh, a few steps, and Bert would obviously come in as well and illuminate a little bit more of what we're seeing. We we almost had a roll to misconstrue uh, Zenitari right there. What? (laughs) (laughs) Alright, very good. So, Zenitari has done that. Um... Bert is still not reacting, but if you want to roll a perception check, uh, you're free to as well. Twelve. Okay. You you get the feeling that this room doesn't necessarily like you. <laughs> the room doesn't like me? The dust is disturbed? What is going it's on? It's evil! It, it's it's just, something, just something in the back of your the back of your mind. Um, you don't know if it's necessarily Bert or or what, but just based on your training, you can kind of sense that, you know, when you walk in a church, it feels good. This, you just kind of get the sense of the, the heebie-jeebies. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess... hit. <laughs> Zenitari would draw her mace and prepare for uh, anything. Just be ready, I guess. Okay. All right. Um, as far as let's see, Cesar, what would you like to do? Oh uh, well, seeing that a couple people have walked in and haven't been molested in any way, I'll I'll creep in behind and look around, and if I don't see anything, um, you can, we can't still can't see the top of the statue at this point, right? Not without some getting some glow sticks moved around and yeah, and I was stuff. gonna pick one up and and sort of stand near the statue and just sort of lob it straight up that towards the ceiling and see if we can illuminate the rest of that thing as it flies up there. Okay. Uh, while you're doing that, roll for a perception check, please. Okay. It's uh, nine plus nine plus nine plus nine eighteen. Okay. Uh, you see the top of the statue is a helmeted head, again, similar to uh, Sir Keegan's, mm-hmm. and the arms are outstretched and holding what appears to be the hilt, potentially attached to a blade, of a massive two-handed sword. Okay, sort of like out in front? like um, Sort of at an at-guard position. Okay. Does this and look like Opie's or a boss sword, or is his like a, just a long sword? It looks kind of like a boss sword. Hmm. So the point is pointing up towards the ceiling, ostensibly. Yes. Okay. Yes, like like it's in in guard position against something. Okay. Is the uh, 
the face of the statue? Does it appear to be human? Did I get a, did get a good enough chance to see that? It looks like it's got some sort of visor. Oh, like a sort of a full helm type deal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's also, um, and this is the reason for the perception check, there appears to be a, as the light comes up and the light goes back down, for a moment it briefly illuminates a hoofed leg uh, to your east. On the statue pedestal? No. Um, yeah. This is off on the ground, off to the uh, to the east of your of uh, the position that Cedar's at. Um, I guess I scream, watch out, there's a rabbit cow in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say ignore it. I'd say ignore it, just turn and walk away. (laughs) I I think we should obviously investigate, although I look at Thorn to see if he feels like somehow like a person has walked over his grave perhaps with a trample no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding i i get this eerie chill like i've seen this person from another life <laughs> right <laughs> leave that bastard there don't touch him <laughs> suddenly, Sorry, run forward <laughs> so, so, suddenly suddenly the urge to build a woodshed is quite high <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, keeping an eye on Bosk, Zenitar would move forward towards the, the, whatever, the miscellaneous hoofed leg and okay. look closer, I guess, with mace in hand. <laughs> as, as you come forward, uh, a rather horrible scene, uh, catches your eye. There is the body of a, Minotaur, uh, one that is quite familiar to you, uh, being Eldrock, along with four other bodies that have been clearly uh, cut in half at various heights. Um, they are all attached by a collar on each neck and a chain. Um, connecting each of them as sort of the classic slave. Like a uh, chain line. gang? Yep. Yep. Um, around the neck. Do they look like like sacrificed, or what is the cause of death that we can see? Chopped in half part. You really can't tell, but it looks like they were being, and, and no pun intended, Eldrock, they were being herded. <laughs> um, there may be something else in the room that can explain this, but it looks like the party met with uh, that that group met with some some end that was not to their benefit. Is the is the man cow chained to the rest of them? Yes. Um, There's only one way to tell whether this is actually Eldrock, and this is out of character. Make sure he's got <laughs> a burn a burn mark on his hand or his leg or wherever. <laughs> well, the only people that have. I mean, I guess Thorn, of course, knows Eldrock, but Scissors never met Eldrock, and nope. so pretty much he would have no knowledge of that, I guess. Yeah, Thorn doesn't but, either. No, no Thorn, he was somebody Thorn, else at that time, Thorn wasn't does. he? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I was. Okay. I was a different person back then. <laughs> we were the same person. At some point. Yes, you were. You have a close bond. 
Oh, uh, okay. So, so neither of you would recognize that character, but right. I guess Xanatari Z- and Obi would, and Daros would if he was present. Right. Um, Xanatari would like scream loudly and like rush forward, kneeling over Eldrock and try to determine if he was still living. I mean, the obvious solution would be that he's not since he's been chopped he always has flies flying around him so that doesn't really (laughs) it it does appear that the bodies are extremely fresh because uh none of you smelled anything Mm. um it was me that was bosk (laughs) (laughs) no one can smell anything with bosk around because bosk is around Uh, Bosk, by the way, are you are you going to enter the room, or are you still going to be by the, the doorway? Uh, well, since I can't see very well, I'm glad everybody's in the room now, so yes, I'll move up to where Zanatari is and, and Fred. Okay. Oh. Bert. <laughs> Bert, whatever. Bert, sorry. All right. <laughs> the wounds on um, Eldrock are the least serious, quote-unquote, uh, the least mortal, um than the rest. Like, he was at the edge of something when it hit, but it was still enough um, to hurt him. Is he like, breathing, yeah. or is he dead? What, what are we... He, he, he appears to be dead, uh, but, again, with how the wounds are, and the other corpses, it appears to be extremely recently that this happened. Okay. Um, Zenatari would uh, cast... I guess resurrect. I don't have a resurrect. I wish I did. <laughs> um, a holy cleansing, which is my daily. Uh, I would channel healing energy into my ally, driving out disease and other ills, and try to uh, to see if it was recent enough that I could still bring him back. <laughs> okay. Um, you do this, and uh, you feel that your attempts are... He's gone. You can't save him. You you feel that your attempts were successful, but as you do that, there is the faint peal of thunder, almost cautiously quiet, uh, in answer to your actions. And the blade of that uh, Opie got Uh-oh. begins to glow with a sort of blue, crackly sting. Light. You felt its pain okay. before, Gollum. Is it destructive magic? Like, can we do an arcane check and see what's inside the sword? That would be nice. You, I would like you- to know. You can, of course, try to do an arcane check if you would like. Okay. I'll jump on that, too. 27. Okay. Probably as good as I'll do. Ugh, come on. Oh, yeah, roll to one. Um, Cesar, you believe that you are in some other universe where there are weapons <laughs> made entirely of light. Okay. And you have the sudden fear of a armored fellow in black. Uh-oh. And he's and he's uh, he's wondering what these strange new devices are that fly in the air. Um. 
Okay, so Cesar, I will just for the sake of time here, I will ignore your one, sure. and it may it may revisit you later uh, in Great. some point. I'll have that looming over me for the rest <laughs> yep. of my life. <laughs> Enjoy uh, your playtime. Uh, Xanatari, don't don't. Uh, I think you have a, a looming one as well at some point. <laughs> what? Somebody from last session on the back of this and has a uh, has a looming critical as well. You, you don't probably even remember. <laughs> you weren't awake. <laughs> there was no one. You don't have to wake uh, Roll that. From, from what Santari can tell is your magic was very successful onto um, Eldrock. However, the sword has been somehow awakened in almost like it's an assistant magic. Like, there's your portion, and there's something that it thinks that it can do. Um, Opie, you sort of hear a voice telling you that it wants to help. Okay. So, can I relay that to the other group members? Sure. Guys, there's something talking to me telling me that it wants to help. That was really late. Does it say, if you, you hit you him, are crazy. he will come? You, you should get help. Uh. We will get you some help, like the disturbed dust <laughs> that stands on the statue. <laughs> what should I do? Um. Huh. Have, have no emotion. Just stand there. <laughs> well, what does the Link sword stand. want you to do? <laughs> well, that's all it says. It says it, says it wants to help. To... Does it want you to help by chopping off his head? Or does it want you to help? <laughs> what kind of help is it offering? I don't know. Can, um, I don't know. Has this guy attacked yet? Or anything? Or, should, or am I just going to blindly start flailing? you going to hit Eldrock? <laughs> that happened before. Oh, yeah, I'd be decapitated. <laughs> it's, it's a dead man cow. It'd be great to get some sort of karma back. You know. Well, let's do this. Let's do this instead of like a black hooded figure. I thought we were talking about the black hooded figure. Never mind. Um, um, can I slowly lean the sword towards Eldrock's direction, yep. close to touching the body? Yep. Okay. Uh, as you move the sword towards Eldrock, the Light becomes more steady in its brightness and appears to start to gather like water flowing towards the tip of uh, the blade. Oh, please reanimate corpse and make him into a thrall. That would be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The the voice, Opie, in your head, it seems almost giddily happy it's like just so so close so very close like it's been waiting an extremely long time to do something like this i'm being resurrected by somebody that hears voices (laughs) i don't know Mm. okay awkward so i'm witnessing all this happening (laughs) right yes now, the question is, does the rest of the party see the blue light, or do they just see you walking up to go poke? <laughs> poke yeah. some dead, dead cow. Stop. Hungry. Stab, stab, stab. Stop stab. defaming the dead. What is the fascination <laughs> with this dead thing? <laughs> he was our friend, but he left. Yeah. Um, I'm hearing... Um, oh, you know him? Oh, 
Opie, Opie uh, at one point in time, boss, boss said that if he ever encountered the dead form of Eldrock, he would barbecue him in his honor. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. right. I guess we would tell Cesar, Sanitary would be crying and tell Cesar that this was one of our party members that we parted ways with early before we came to the keep, and we thought he was safely in town, and now we find him here um, as one of these tied-up slaves and possibly sacrificed to whatever odd, you know, statue this is, and we'd like to save him. Thorn hangs back and makes the eyes, I'm looking at you... <laughs> I got my eyes on you, type thing. I don't trust this guy. That's who? (laughs) The dead thing? I'm watching you, Um, buddy. I want to relate to the group that this is also. He was, uh, he fought side by side with us in the early days, and now I seem to be hearing this sword. Um, for some reason now the voices have went away, and I hear just some joyful noise as is, as if they're, they're wanting, they're looking at, at, at relieving or escaping um, some kind of power over this corpse. Well, if we can bring him back, it certainly looks like a strapping young ma- man. Man cow. Man <laughs> beast. Well, Xanatari is leery of the sword and its giddy happiness and is worried that let me help yeah a little bit too excited um but she stands back and lets busk move forward and do what he's doing okay uh boss uh what is your option um i guess do have i touched him with the sword yet not as yet okay um I'm going to go ahead and just go with the voices in my head. <laughs> that a good option. Yeah, I would like to walk closer to the body as possible and, and just kind of touch the, the corpse. Okay. As you touch the corpse, uh, there is the strong peal of thunder in the room. It does not deafen anyone. But in the past, uh, Xanatari's deity appears to have had a very close, uh, seems to pay very close attention to her. And in the past, this has been either an omen, usually an omen of good. Uh, The light spreads from the sword tip throughout uh, Eldrock, and... Surprisingly, for once, the musings or the messages from Xantari's deity include a couple flashes of lightning, uh, which illuminate the room, showing what appear to be uh, two dragons at the far at far corner of the room, and a passageway south. Which corner? Uh, the northeast and the southwest. Okay, so opposite corners. Um, Eldrock, uh, at this point I'm going to let you take over for describing what happens to you. I pretty much, I don't really know what's going on. All I know is I kind of wake up and everything's like a blurry haze. I feel like I got hit by a Essentially the same way it was when I woke up before. I felt like I got hit by a Mack truck. Um, I kind of like 
roll go to roll over, but I can't really move because I've got the chains and stuff hooked up to me. Um, so I kind of grunt and ask for assistance in removing these chains and just I, I just keep trying to get up, but I can't because of the chains, so I need assistance in removing said chains. And I look at Bosk, get these chains off me. <laughs> um, Bosk is kind of startled and, and sort of freaked out. He's kind of got a blank look over his face like, did this resurrection actually take place? Because, you know, I've never really been in a battle situation to where someone of this nature has been resurrected before. And I kind of look over my shoulder at Xanatari because I know she's uh, in touch, in tune with the arcane and magic side of it more than I would be. And I kind of look, I kind of look at her as like, is this, is this normal or is he a zombie or what's going on? Xanatari is overjoyed to see him move and swings her mace to try to bash at the chains and give him a chance to stand up. Um, this may require a little more deft effort, uh, than the mace. However, um, you are able to get good strikes in on the leg irons. Okay. Uh, but the um, other stuff you may be not wanting to swing and crack at his neck. <laughs> Maybe. Or arms. <laughs> Whoa, he's on the neck. Are you sure? Uh, I'll, I'll, t- I'll say, just one swing, and then I'll pick the lock. Oh, <laughs> excellent. Okay, yeah, I would turn to Thorn and gesture, you know. With his daggers. That's oh, cool. Don't don't ask. It's, no, it's no, cool. I won't ask. I Man- will just look at him Man- with a pleading face. Manners, yeah. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a desperate situation. Just whistle and point. He's not going anywhere. He's trained up, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Thorn walks over, deposits Steve's pack upon, uh, upon Eldrock's back and goes, Ah, we are now back. Guess what, buddy? You're my new Steve. <laughs> Steve, uh, it was it was great knowing you, but I have to let you go. It's just um, not working out. The wounds that Eldrock had suffered appear to be largely, but not entirely. Um, <laughs> I'm counting. Every time he says largely, I'm taking a shot. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's it's the death before drinking game. <sighs> All right. Okay. So picking the lock. Woo! Natural twenty. Okay, you were able to get all the locks off, and uh, you were even able to uh, disrupt a poison needle trap that would have shoved a needle into uh, Eldrock's neck <laughs> if it had triggered. Sweet. So nice, nicely done there. Awkward. seems disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Lift up the collar. Oh, I am so sorry. I had no idea. Cesar? <coughs> um, yes? Uh, would you be kind enough to roll a- another perception check? I guess so. Let's see here. Uh, one mouse. There we go. 14. Okay. Not great. You, you notice... Uh, while this all this excitement is going on, that on the side of the statue 
that faces east, uh, which you didn't have a good look at before. There's a small, tiny, eh, I want to say indent in the uh, pedestal, and it looks like it should be covered, but it's not currently. And there, okay. it looks like there's a small switch. Okay. On the inside. Huh. I will inspect it more closely and see if it's magical or trapped or anything like that. Okay. Poison arrows shoot at you from the walls. Stop touching it. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Too much Skyrim. Okay. It is, uh, it does not appear to be magical. Okay. But uh, there is a source of magic somewheres, and I use that plural, in the room. <laughs> but it otherwise, it otherwise appears to be a switch. Okay. Um, did I see the, the dragons when the lightning happened or whatever? Sure. If, if you weren't uh, directly staring at the, uh, the corpse, you would have probably caught something. Okay. Um, I think you all probably would have caught something aside from maybe Bosk. Okay. Hmm. And maybe Eldrock. Um, I will look back to the group and say, Hey, look at this. I found a, a switch over here. I'm very tempted to switch it. <laughs> Don't push that red button. Do it. Do it. Do um. it. Peer pressure. Peer pressure. Do it. Zantari is not paying any attention because she's absorbed in um, kind of sitting Eldrak up and making sure that he's awake and kind of looking at him to see, yeah. getting ready to ask him questions. I have a girlfriend. Oh. Bosk is also attending to Eldrak, kind of looking and maybe wanting to get some information about how he got to his state, so he also is not looking at Caesar. So everyone's ignoring Caesar, and we'll see what happens now. Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't. Caesar's not as uh, as foolhardy or <laughs> Im, Im, impetuous. Is that the word I'm looking for? As Thorn, so he desists and waits until the attention of the others is more readily available to sort of make a consensus. But his fingers itch. Do it! 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 It's up to you. No, I don't do it. Okay. Don't, don't do it, okay. Okay, I do not it. yet, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, Thorn. Um, I actually don't flick the switch because I don't know what's going on. What do y'all do? Right now we've got Cesar waiting, Thorn's watching this thing, having just taken the um, chains off. Maybe, maybe while I'm waiting for them to sort of get their stuff together, I'll try to see if I can maybe mechanically follow where the switch might lead or get a sense for that. I don't know if there's a role you want me to make for that or... Yeah, maybe I could assist with thievery or something to work the mechanism or something. Okay. Uh, As far as the switch goes, it is something that is apparently tied to uh, something within the base of the statue. Okay. Hmm. Eldrock, it's been a while since I've been able to just go, hey, your turn. What would you like to... Um, I'm still pretty much trying to come to. I'm 
still, like He's I said, mostly dead all day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, good effort, I'm still buddy. Trying to, yeah, right. Still trying to get on my feet and and uh, hooves or whatever, <laughs> and uh, get up and ask what happened. I I ask Sanitari. I look at her and say, "Why am I in here?" Have, have you have you tied uh, Xanatari to Xanatari, or are you playing the hit by I fully? full on re- I full on recognize her. I recognize her and Boss both. Okay. All right. Okay. Xanatari would be still sitting on the floor, kind of holding you as you try to stand and helping you sit up and look at you with surprise and say, "You know, we left you back in town. We're in the middle of the keep." We went on, it's been days and days, and we thought you were safely in town. Uh, we don't know how you got here, and we're really surprised to see you, and you've been dead, apparently. <laughs> what, I, what, I've, I've been dead? Yeah, uh, Bosk just resurrected you. You were dead on the floor with these other slaves. Who are these people? And I would I, ask you, like, who these slaves are on the floor. I... I have no recollection of these people at all. None. How did you get I, out of town? I was in town. I was sitting at a tavern. And the next thing I know, I'm here. Whoa. <laughs> I'll have what he's having. I know. Poor Eldrick. <laughs> this happens all the time. Yes. <laughs> it happens I, all I, the time. I, I don't know. I must. I I really don't know what happened. I don't. I, I'm laying here and you're and you're telling me that I that I'm dead. <laughs> Or I, uh, that I was dead. Yes, you had no pulse. It was we we approached you and uh, basically you were as as cold as a corpse could be. Um, as I have us. We've come on a long journey down this dungeon through many categories. Uh, categories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, many categories. <laughs> corridors and catacombs to uh, to this point on our mission. And uh, I was hoping to get some information of, of how you made it this far and what had happened to you. Um, for some reason, you had a reaction to this sword that I'm wielding, and uh, it magically was um, was was ready to resurrect you by some reason. Do you recognize this at all? It looks vaguely familiar. Um, other than that, I... I I recognize the the design and stuff on the blade, but other than that, I don't know anything about it. Well, okay then. Well, let's get you up your feet, and maybe you could back up on your feet, and maybe you'll uh, you'll uh, come come to with with some some memory as we uh, journey on past here. Yeah. Well, so- I owe you guys my life. Thank you very much for for resurrecting me. Xanatari looks at Bosk and kind of gives him the you know eyes of saying like what the heck was that (laughs) you know and uh looks at the sword and and asks you you know boss what's going on what 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 is that sword you're carrying and how could it do that and also i kind of look at you and and say you know as an aside we should tell him about Kurik. he doesn't know that Kurik's dead Mm. as a side Uh, note i think eldrock's a drunk (laughs) <laughs> he keeps blacking out and waking up, not knowing who he is. Back on, a, on, a, on another day. side note, when do we start checking pulses with blades? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't check his pulse. Okay, never mind. Anyway, uh, 
uh, Bosk would uh, acknowledge Zenitari's uh, request and, you know, kind of relay that I know just as much as the of the sword as you do, and I don't really know anything else but but what it's uh, what it's uh, telling me. Let me um, let me jump in for just a moment and provide two little pieces of information that you would have picked up during um, the course of this discussion. Then you can continue. The first is uh, Xanatari having had some training for healing and so forth. Even though you're more of a battle cleric, mm-hmm. um, there is the strong smell of a very potent opiate about uh, Eldrock. Like he's been drugged, you mean? Yeah, okay. it, it's something something pretty hard. And uh, Bosk, when the sword touched Eldrock and was allowed to pass the energy, uh, a the voice went from being very eager to almost um, singing in a very, very far away choir. Like, you can just barely hear a song. Um, the, the blade itself feels now slightly lighter. And mm. um, maybe the metal looks a little cleaner. So it's, it's, so it's a sword that fills up soul gems. Mm, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's a grand soul gem. So I just, yeah, so I just released a soul back into, maybe that's what happened to him. I have to say, you know, you know, to kind of tell Zenatari that, that, uh, the voices have dimmed and the, the sword feels much lighter as is a weight has been lifted from the sword once I touched and resurrected Eldrock. So maybe this was a sword that was captured his soul or was keeping him prisoner. Oh. And do you, do you smell that on him? Cause that smells like, Smell, okay. smells like, smells like Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Senator would look at Bosk and say, yes, I smell that too. And I wonder, why would you drug people before you killed them? That seems like a mercy that you wouldn't grant those you were going to just blatantly murder. Is this some sort of strange setup? You know, that it's very odd. I think we should be on our guard and, and, uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Okay. Hmm. Um, the sword does feel extremely pleased though and it seems uh bosk that it is much more inclined to be wielded by you than it was before curiously it feels a little bit like a reverse frost morn mm-hmm has anyone noticed that it's just like frost morn takes souls this is like morn frost <laughs> Give souls. It's like the cheery ver- it's like the cheery version of Frostborn. It's like Frost Happy. <laughs> That's right. Glee Frost. <laughs> Glee Frost, there you go. Um just just as a uh an out of character in case one of you uh, down the line rolls or wants to remember. Uh Calor uh sorry, Sir Keegan um was known as being of uh the paladin nature. When he was alive, 
So you may uh, okay. you may you may be wielding something with that sort of. I was gonna ask if Bosk had suddenly transformed into a paladin. That makes sense. Mm. Nope, nope. Bosk is still guardian. Okay. Well, um. Can he poke the other dead people and make them? Win? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, but we don't give a crap about the other dead yeah, people, do we? I don't know those guys. <laughs> no. Check check their pulse as well, quick. Check it with. <laughs> 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 They're my wonder for you. It's an enchant. Check pulses. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, Eldrock does not have any of his uh, supplies with him either, but um, so he's basically literally got the clothes on his back and uh, such. Um, fur on his back? Yep. Fur on his back. Okay. Mowing cloth. If you guys want to continue the RP side after that bit of info, uh, go ahead. Otherwise, um, we can move things forward as well that way. Um, Boss would like to say to Eldrock, uh, do you recognize this room at all? Can you tell us any way about this? Or is there anything that we that's dangerous? Or where should we move from there? Especially that button that's on the wall over there. Wait, did I, I know about the button? I'm going to roll and see if I do remember. Okay. Anything, um, I'm, I'm gonna tell them that I remember three people standing around that specific area, but other than that, it's real hazy. So I want to roll and see if okay. I can remember. Uh, eighteen. Where's my? Uh, let's see. I gotta bring up my page here. Uh, and that's that's intelligence, isn't it? Um. Yeah, let's do an intelligence for you. All right, I'll get out of this. Um, eight. So it's a 17. Okay. Um, and the flash of what seems to be a dream made real suddenly in your memory is you had been uh, part of a group of slaves that, or fodder, or whatever you have, whatever you call it, that was being moved down to a temple complex. You remember hearing something about the guards saying that you were to be uh, uh, sent on your way shortly. And in passing through this room, you suddenly realize why the blade in uh, Boss's hands is so familiar. There had been two guards leading this uh, this group escorting. Apparently one of them forgot something and you just remember this huge sword cutting an arc through the people in front of you before you felt a sudden sharp amount of pain and then saw a moment, what seems like a moment later to you uh, boss standing over you. Hmm. So are you uh, 
Did you tell us that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just assuming that you guys were all listening at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's, you guys know exactly what Seth just said. And... Okay. We saw his uh, dream sequence. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. Not only Blizzard, not only Blizzard can do a cutscene, but so can the DM. <laughs> That's right. Cinematic. Cue it, Daniel. <laughs> Yes. You you've just got the, you've just got the achievement. A Awkward lot. drug memory. <laughs> Steam achievement. Woo! All right. So um, while the drunk cow man <laughs> is sitting up and telling us his life story, which is utterly boring, He's can we tripping. flip the switch now? <laughs> We would t- Xanatar would turn to Thorn and say, what are you doing over there? Flicking a switch? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's what the kids are calling it nowadays. Mind my own damn business. Why? What are you doing? All right. Um, uh, Cesar and Thorn, what are, you, what are you up to? Okay, so I guess we've found the mechanical nature of the switch is actually tied to the platform, right? Yeah. So... Um, I'm going to roll a check for traps real quick to make sure that it doesn't release some sort of deadly gas or tiny murderous dragon. Um, and I fail. I just cut all the wires at once. (laughs) (laughs) Platforms just plummets. Oh, the tiny murderous dragon and deadly gas both trigger hell. Was was that a natural one? No, that was a natural eight. No, okay. sorry. When I say a natural eight, I mean it's a modified eight. I lied. Okay, so you I'm got a critical. You got a critical one. No, no, I got an eight. Okay. Three plus five is eight. Gotcha. If I remember correctly. Okay. <laughs> I'm <is> a graduate. <laughs> All right. I am a graduate. Yeah. Um, as you check for traps, uh, you don't find any, but. Uh, your finger does brush against the lever just a little bit. <laughs> Damn you! But but fun, Cesar. How how little is a little? <laughs> good, good question. You swear you you swear you see it wobble, sort of like a, a trigger. That does a half step shot instead of a full depressed pull shot. Okay. Uh, I yank his hand back and just sort of put my hand against his chest and just sort of push him back a few steps. Stay, stay back there, son. <laughs> just wait there. And then, uh, I'll turn to the rest of them since they all seem to be over there. Their tearful reunion and, and, uh, motion them over and point out what we found and, we found this uh, switch here, but I'm a little bit hesitant to to pull it. I don't know that we necessarily need to. Uh, we haven't fully explored this room, and I can tell that it's tied to, to something within the statue. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you does this? Uh, do you cow person? Do you do you have any idea what this is? <laughs> do, did you see it used before you were? Cut in half by something. I I re- I recollect three people standing around it. It was never touched or used before I blacked out. 
I, I thought died I thought you guys. I, I, I thought Cesar was going to say, back in my day, you young whippersnappers, we would have pulled that switch the right proper way. <laughs> yeah. Now you're all so weak, you can't even pull a lever. <laughs> Click. Maybe that's what makes the giant sword come out in the middle of the room and chop people in half. Yeah. That's what I'm that, thinking. Out of there's fear. only one way to find out, guys. We should never pull that lever. <laughs> well, I'm what's with the dragons? Like, Xanatari was kind of absorbed in Eldrak, but I didn't really hear or see the flesh that was showing us the dragons were they statues what was the the scenario with dragons in the room but much like the map uh there be dragons like real real dragons you there was two flashes you weren't paying attention nobody's checked them out um who knows everyone in the party's ignored the fact that there's two dragons in the room yes <laughs> okay well i thought I... they were statues <laughs> they they're, they're, it's par for, par for course, because you don't know if they are or not. Oh, okay. If I it's call dark. on my memory correctly, they're, um, one of the dragon gods is Baphomet? Bahamut? Bahamut? Yeah. Um, what are we playing, ba Final Bahamas? Fantasy? Bah well, no. <laughs> ba Bat oh. Bahamut or something like that? Yeah, it's Bahamut. like Bahamut. 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 The, the Bahamas. The Bahamas. He's an island. Yeah, he's an island. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, maybe, maybe there's like something more to this room that we can find out by pulling the switch. <laughs> How about we actually explore the room before we pull the switch? I pick up a glow stick and chuck it at the closest dragon thing. Okay. Uh, the I won't glow stick, but I'll do that. <laughs> the glow stick lands in front of a ten foot by ten foot uh, dragon. What appears to be a statue of a very noble <sighs> and regal. Sir, I won't flick the switch, but I'll hit dragons in the nose with my glow stick. <laughs> the only two sides of the pedestal are visible. The other two are against the sides of the wall. And it is, it looks to be a very noble looking dragon. Um, there appear to be some carvings uh, as well in the reflected in the light. Okay, I'll go look at the carvings. Okay. And I'll move towards the switch. Keeps standing up there smacking his hand every time he goes to... Thorn is eight, right? He's eight years old. Sanitari will follow Cesar, conveniently leaving Thorn alone with the switch. I don't ever want to go on a car trip with Thorn. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? He's touching me. He's touching me. I personally would have have more issue with Sanitari in a car trip because she likes to play punch buggy with that mace a lot. I gotta pay. Can we can we stop the pay? I'm hungry. Can we pick up the hitchhiker? <laughs> hitchhiker. Stop pushing uh, the buttons. Okay. Um, Cesar and Xanatari. Going over to the dragon statue, um, you are able to see a uh, plaque on it that does indeed point um, in tribute to the god Bahatmet. 
There is, however, something that feels quite odd. There's some sort of energy that is near these statues. Hmm. Um, if you wish to... Kana check to figure what that is? Sure. That would be awesome. 26. 23. Um, The general gist the two of you get is that um, these are warded sort of guardian um, statues. They are dedicated to Bahatmut, but they keep talking in plurals. There is the good side of the god, but then there is the vengeful side of the deity. Uh, you appear to be looking at a very serene, good side of the deity. There's also a series of uh, what appear to be formulas and three buttons on the uh, base of the platform. Formulas? Yeah. Pulls out a notebook and copies them down. <laughs> Sanitary okay. turns around, blocking the view of the buttons, and whistles softly to herself to hide the view from Thorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there are, are the buttons colored? There are. It's like a Sam or a Simon says. Yeah. There, there, there does feel like there is an increase in the level of energy for every 30 seconds or so that you are in front of the statue. Xanatari, as you are turning and looking around, you sort of feel, based on your arcane check, that there may be something to the south that is doing something similar, that is outside of the light, your present light source. Okay. To be clear, there's two dragon statues side by side that, that we're in front of, or are they... No, you, you are in front of one, but the inscription in front of you keeps referencing two statues. Ah, okay. Oh, the one's in the opposite corner. Okay. Mm. Um, I guess I would kind of wander over towards the south to see if I could locate that source, and, uh... Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... Bert is able to cast enough light after probably about 10 seconds of walking to bring you upon a very horrific, very horrible, vengeful-looking dragon statue. Sort of the wrath of, you know, the the, the greatest... <laughs> I'm sorry, it had to be said. You know, if I, I guess for, for Skyrim, I haven't played it yet, but if you have the nastiest-looking vengeful dragon coming at you, this is it. Okay. There is another formula that is present, uh, yeah. and, again, three buttons. Hmm. So, hmm. are these statues, they're on opposite sides of the room, they're both facing the same direction? They're facing towards, uh, they're angled slightly so that they are facing towards uh, the statue of Sir Keegan. Okay. I would say to the others, I think um, before we push the switch that Thorn is so eager to push, we probably should look at these two statues because my guess is that um, if we don't have them correct, when we flip the switch, something bad will happen. And buttons, button, button, switch. <laughs> right. 
And then I would go back to where Cesar is and take a look at the formula with him and see if, I guess, ask him, okay. like, Cesar, do you know what this formula uh, is? Or do you know what this means? Do I? Uh, roll a intelligence check. I'm no good at that book learning. Okay. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, Santari, you will note that th what appears to be the formula on one does not appear to be the same formula on the other. Okay, good. Okay? This appears to be some sort of disarming sequence formula. Okay. We're disarming a fantasy bomb. How exciting. It's like Goonies, <laughs> only different. Yes. <laughs> you are exactly right, Eldrock. For the uh, just for the sake of time, um, Eldrock and yes. Xanatari, uh, you have both of you have the Arcana skill. It looks like you will need the Arcan Arcana skill to disarm these things. Okay, you mean Cesar and I? Yep, sorry, okay. Cesar. Um, so roll Arcana bad. check. Is that what you want? I would I would like you to roll six Arcana checks. Oh wow. And you need to tell me if you get more than two failures. What, what's and, the number that's fail? And in, and in this case, if you get uh, a 13 or lower. Oh my gosh. With adding all your modifiers. And I have one failure. Okay. I don't. Phew. Yeah, I have a plus 12 to okay. my arcana, so. <laughs> that's very, hard to fail. Very, very nice. Okay. Both of you are able to find out your relative uh, disarming sequences for the buttons. Cool. And you are both able to disarm, or appear to disarm, or appear <laughs> to reset both of your statues. But the <laughs> level of energy suddenly drops. Yeah, basically. Okay, good. Because if it was already set off when it killed Eldrock and then we just reset it so it was fully charged to kill us, that would be bad. Yes. That would be bad. Mm. Yes. Um, but you do not see any sort of mechanical switches uh, readily visible um, on the two dragon statues. Okay. Now is the time to flip the switch. <laughs> is there do any it. other exit to the room? Besides well, the one we came in? There appears to be a passage to the south. Okay. Just a passage, not a door or anything? Uh, it's dark. There's okay. something to the south. Mm. And I there think you it, go. It might not be a bad idea just to at least sort of throw light down there to see what's down there. Because there's nothing... I haven't... Okay. I haven't seen any reason to, to pull the switch uh, besides, I guess, curiosity. <laughs> Which we seem to have an abundance. <laughs> thorn. <coughs> thorn. <coughs> uh, I'm just I'm just saying that I reckon that that we can't lose anything. We're in a dungeon. I mean, let's face it. What's what's the worst that could happen? Well Eldrock I mean, clearly had lost something. <laughs> that's alright. We've got the sword, it'll bring us back. <laughs> if we're all Would you like the soul of a cow? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that that's not the uh, that's not the only one in there. It might be some sort of dog or <laughs> <laughs> bees. How about bees? <laughs> I love bees. Bees are, bees are great. Let's flick the switch. Bees. 
bees. Why does it have to be bees? Millions and millions of bees. <laughs> bees, bees, they're everywhere. I'm they allergic to crazy. bees. So, um, I say to Cesar, be adventurous, old man. I ignore the young thing, wolf, <laughs> wolf man <laughs> thing, <laughs> and chuck a glow stick down the dark passage. Okay. To the south, uh, there is a roughly uh, 25 by 25 foot alcove. On each of the four points of the alcove uh, is a large cherub statue and um, puddle of water that could be coming in from the other side of the door. And you look over, and there's a cow jumping up and down in it, being a re- <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. screaming out, "Wee!" <laughs> yeah, you were given the soul of a Labrador Retriever. Oh, <laughs> drooling all over myself. <laughs> um, I think we should let Thorn flip the switch before we go underneath the. Uh, what would you say, cherubs? It feels a yes. little never-ending story to me. Yes. <laughs> Do we have to like believe before we go under them? Is he gonna make it? <laughs> Look at him. He has nice shiny armor on the outside, but he on the inside. <sighs> All right. Hang on. Do you? Thorn goes you... to flick the switch. Okay, take us out, Genesee. Oh, you're mean. Oh. You're so mean. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take I can't even say it. <laughs> I can't ever say it. <laughs> All right. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice. <laughs> I can never say that line. It's the Geekwitz Podcast, but I can never say <sighs> okay. Listen to those nerds over at Geekbiz. That's right. <laughs> One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. <laughs>